Hey guys, I'm Jeff. I'm John. This is Renewed Brain Podcast. The podcast where you go to wash your brain with soap. Okay, I guess we're going with that joke today. Yeah. <laughs> um, not quite sure how to do it just yet. We're, we've been testing it on rats, and um, so just been trying to figure out how to open up the brain so that you can wash it with soap. I, I, I don't don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Uh, so as you know, Drew is not here this week. Well, we, actually, they don't know. Well, That's what we're telling them. We're telling it. <laughs> we're telling you. Drew is not here. He is. He died. Um, That's really sad. <laughs> <laughs> he had um, a fight with a cat, and the cat won. Um. No, it's not true. Uh, he is just... He's doing some ministry stuff or something with some other guy. On the other side of the state, so... So, he's not here today, but he'll be back. Don't you worry. Actually, you should worry. You should intercede for him 24-7. Okay. <laughs> I think we've we've messed around enough for the, today. Yeah. So we're gonna get into the big brain. Mm-hmm. Put some soap on it. Some some preferably tied. You know. I was thinking like some some Johnson and Johnson's baby shampoo. No. No, that stuff doesn't even work. It doesn't burn <laughs> your eyes if you get it in your eyes. So I'm just supposed to clean your hair. Make any sense? Okay. For real though. See you on the flip side. Flippity flip. You're listening to The Big Brain. Hey guys, welcome back to The Big Brain. Uh, today, my topic is gonna be called Unveiling Wisdom. Uh, one of the reasons why I am doing this segment is because I have had personal experience trying to figure out the difference between wisdom and fear um, because there is a lot of things out there that could easily say you know you made a choice out of fear but said it was wisdom so sometimes we can use wisdom as a mask for our response to fear um, so I want to open up with scripture and the scripture I'm going to read is in Proverbs chapter 3 uh, verses 15 through 16. It says, Wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. She offers you long life in her right hand and riches and honor in her left hand. And so, you know, it just kind of displays the importance of what wisdom is and what we need to know for it to be. It's important to have the understanding that wisdom isn't a choice that you decide to make um, based off of fear, but it's a choice you decide to make because you of what you believe about God and what you believe about yourself and what you know where you get your information from. Because the definition of wisdom, or one of the definitions of wisdom, is this: the soundness of an action or decision with regard to the application of experience, knowledge and good judgment, okay? 
And so, you know, one of the things it is is that wisdom, wisdom is completely ineffective without the application of love. You know, um, Paul put it best in Scripture when he said, I can have all these gifts, I can prophesy, I can raise the dead, heal the sick, but without love, it all means nothing. You know, it's just a loud clinging symbol, it's just a bunch of noise, it's just, just a show. And so, wisdom has the same standard as everything else, is that wisdom is something that's birthed out of love. And, uh, one of the, I have another scripture to kind of back that up is that in, uh, also in Proverbs three nineteen, um, 19 through 20 says, by wisdom, the Lord founded the, the earth by understanding. He created the heavens by his knowledge and the depth and the deep fountains of the earth burst forth and the dew settles beneath the night sky. And so we all know that love comes straight from the Father, that, you know, our Father in heaven is the one that created the heavens and the earth and, you know, also created us, you know. And so, um, you know, when it comes to making choices, it's always a good thing just to understand what wisdom really is. Wisdom is the application of something that you have information on or is the application of making a simple choice or decision. So like for for instance, if I had the knowledge that someone was in the room that was either hurt or distressed about a situation, I have a choice to make. Now... Wisdom would say to go and comfort that person, would say to go and encourage that person, but fear would say, I'm too afraid to go talk to them because I'm afraid I'm going to hurt them even more. So there's a there's two defining lines there, but sometimes, sometimes we can look at ourselves and say that the wisdom part is, I'm too afraid of hurting them even more, so I'm just going to, you know, step back or stay away. And so, um, you know, and for me, for me personally, God's just been kind of taking me through, um, a season of understanding what it looks like to have wisdom in our life versus fear. And so, um, you know, it's pretty basic and pretty simple as far as, you know, defining those two lines, you know. Because fear will always make you want to run away. But wisdom and love and life will always drive you to go forward. Wisdom always makes a choice that takes you a step further. Not two, not two steps backwards. You know, it's always, it's always productive, not counterproductive. And so, when we look at our lives, when we look at choices and situations that we face... You know, instead of responding out of um, the feeling of emergency or responding out of the feeling of um, you need to act fast now, 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 step back. Ask God what he wants to do in the situation because wisdom comes from God. 
He created all things. He created the heavens, the earth. He created you out of his wisdom and his knowledge. And so just step back and ask God, what is it that you want to do with this situation or this scenario? And you will never, ever be steered wrong. God doesn't lead God doesn't lead blind people into a pit. Okay, God always gives us insight. He always gives us the things that we need. That's that's the attribute of being a father. You know, by him being our father, he's made a promise to always provide. He's made a promise to always give us answers to situations or scenarios or circumstances because he's that good. And honor the people who've gone before you too, because they also, they also carry wisdom in their life. You know, whether it's a word of warning or just a word of recommendation, always honor the people that have gone before you and have lived an area of life that you're just starting to walk in. Because honor or wisdom in the end will bring you joy and bring you a long lasting life. You know, it talks about that in Proverbs, it talks about how, you know, if you honor the commands of your parents or if you listen to the wisdom of the people who have gone before you, you'll live a long life. And I like what it says and um and it also brings joy with you know it also brings joy into situations and in proverbs 3 13 through 14 it says this says joyful is the person who finds wisdom the one who gains understanding for wisdom is more profitable than silver and her wages are better than gold if you ever want to lead people if you ever want to be successful in your life the greatest way you'll be able to do that is through having wisdom and understanding situations. And wisdom doesn't always, wisdom isn't always something that you gain by experience. Wisdom can also be handed handed down from another person or can be um, in a moment with God. And so I just want to encourage you to Understand the difference between wisdom and fear because fear seeks to kill, steal, and destroy. It seeks to, to tell you lies, to get you to believe lies. And wisdom is the exact opposite. It is the, the how would I say, it, it's the most profitable thing that a person could ever begin to understand or learn. And that is simply just sitting in the presence of God and understanding that he loves you and he has something that he wants to give to you. Yeah, so thank you guys. Be blessed. Yeah, thanks, John. That was, that's cool. Because I know, like, normally one not pair wisdom and fear, but it's kind of true, like, to say... Just because people have told you something is wisdom, mm-hmm. you know, that's not necessarily the truth. It's like, 
Like we were talking about this before we started recording with the podcast, how like a lot of people told us it wouldn't succeed and it wouldn't wouldn't do well. And yeah, we should stand down. And honestly, like to give into that, that would have been fear in that moment. But it would have looked a lot like wisdom because exactly. we were listening to people with more experience. And yeah, I mean, it's it's easy to write stuff off with you know. It's easy to write things off saying that it's wisdom when it's actually fear. And, you know, I think that personally, you know, I've, I've gone through a lot of situations in my life where, you know, um, you know, my heart and what God was telling me to do was right. But people were stepping in and saying what they had to say was wisdom, but they were actually afraid of what I was doing. So then it, it, it then wasn't wisdom. It was actually fear that they were trying to share with me that they had. And, you know, um, wisdom isn't fear-driven or fear-based, you know. Yeah. Um, God, when God formed the earth, he didn't form it out of fear. He formed the earth out of love. And he, he created man and woman so that he could have love and companionship in heaven with him, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, I like, like, wisdom a lot of times calls for risk. Yes. You know, like, Bill Gates and Steve Jobs and all these, like, they had the wisdom to know that their idea was going to revolutionize the world. And so the, they went out and they, they did it. And mm-hmm. they could have responded the complete opposite way. Yeah. No one's done this before, so how is this going to work? Like, that can be wisdom. Yeah. It can be, but it... Typically, typically isn't. Mm-hmm. There's a, a quote. I think it's Dean Cain. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what he does. He's an actor or something. <laughs> but he said, bravery and stupidity are close friends. Only the results separate the two. Yeah. And it's kind of like the this one moment where, like, you're calling. And, like, from the outside, we see, we see this fear, wisdom battle but on the inside what you've got is this this test between is it is it just taking a risk and being brave or is it just stupid yeah and like that's that's what wisdom really really lets you in on wisdom lets you know whether it's stupidity or Mm -hmm. bravery yeah i mean it's um you know and and you think about it wisdom can make or break a situation you know because you know, the world's opinion of wisdom is that um, you have, so, you know, for just scenario basis. So, the world's opinion and view of wisdom is this, is that um, there are issues going on in um, Middle East. So, you shouldn't be traveling to the Middle East because terrorists could come and snatch you up and kill you. Okay. That's the world's view of wisdom. God's view of wisdom is this, is that I know I'm your father. I know I can protect you. I've called you to the Middle East. Now go. And so, um, and you know, wisdom is, is great too to obtain from other people, but your main source of wisdom should always be God first. You know, if God's telling you to do something and telling you to go somewhere or to lead a ministry or to lead a corporation or to be an executive of a corporation, then listen to God first and go to counsel to loved ones later, 
you know, because, um, you know, it's always good to have support from your loved ones, and it's always good to have support from people that are around you, but in the end, um, you know, it's, it's not going to be... It's not going to be what the people around you thought about you that changed your life or transformed the world. It's going to be what you actually followed through on with what God was telling you and what God was saying to you. And I think that people who are leaders in the world today, especially in the church today, um, some of the greatest leaders are leaders that have a relationship with God and go before him for for counsel for counsel and for wisdom and for guidance and what to do you know you think about you think about some of the churches around and like some of these leaders have been living out a like revivalist you know miracle base um lifestyle for going on 15 20 years now and that isn't something that's maintained by wisdom or knowledge of man alone you know that's something that yeah, i think that's that's really good like so there's wisdom that tells you when to keep something and wisdom that tells you when to change something yeah and that's a lot of times as a church you tend to find something that works and you stick with it for life yeah you know yeah. and that it's, that doesn't sustain that mm-hmm. revival type of lifestyle yeah you know? yeah yeah, and so, you know, um, God's always wanting to give something to us. You know, it's just, are you going to keep your ears open to hear it and to receive it? Because, you know, there's there's just so many situations in life where wisdom is needed. And... Wisdom has been something that people have been thirsting for, longing for, because they've been wanting to, to have the knowledge of who God is and to have the, you know, the understanding of how he loves us and, you know, have the understanding of their purpose or their calling in life. Because nobody wants to go through life thinking that they didn't do anything with their life, you know, because, yeah, you only live this kind of life once, but in the end, the things that you do here on earth aren't going to define, aren't going to define who you are. Because in the end, the final judgment day, there's only going to be one person doing that day. It's not going to be everybody else around you. There's only going to be one person who makes the final judgment of what your life is going to look like for eternity. And that's not a bad day. A lot of people dread that day and think it's going to be a horrific and terrifying day where God's going to interrogate you and just say, well, you're not good enough. Time to go to hell. (laughs) Right. You know, so and I think I kind of want to clear the air on that, too. Like your final judgment day isn't going to look like a day where you have to be afraid because God God isn't a God that just says, oh, you're not good enough. To hell with you. <laughs> that's that's not the case at all. And if you've been living that life, that lie, or believing that lie in your life, I give you permission to not believe it and to not live it anymore. 
because that's a pretty big lie that even I once believed in my life. So, yeah, I I think that's that's a really good point. Like, so when you come into saving knowledge of Christ, mm-hmm. because the actual transaction of salvation, the timeline is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one yeah. of those paradox theories of God that I have. <laughs> <laughs> but like, once once you're in, like. When God's looking at you, he's literally seeing the image of his son. Yeah. This perfect spotless son. That's that's the atonement process. That's yeah. what Christ did on the cross for us. Yep. And so so when we get before that judgment seat of God, it's not going to be like, a, why didn't you go and minister to this guy? It's going to be like, hey, you ministered to that guy. That was awesome. And hey, you did like mm-hmm. all these amazing things. Like, I'm so proud of you. Like, yeah. that's what our final judgment is. It's a reward ceremony. Yeah, and, you know, it's, um, I believe it, it, you know, that the final judgment day has been a fear-driven message for quite a while um, because the simple fact of um, most people in the world are, are and can be driven by fear. And so, um, you know, but... The, the good news is that God's given us a situation and given us uh, a chance to decide if we want to live our life in fear or live our life in love. Because fear and love can't coexist together. Because what does perfect love do? Casts out fear. <laughs> so, um, and you know, there is... And another thing is, you know, people always revert back to, well... You know, how come it says to fear the Lord in the Bible? Well, fearing the Lord isn't running your around with your head cut off thinking that God's going to kill you. Fear of the Lord means to have reverence or high regard for, for somebody or something. So when I, I'm fearing the Lord, I'm not fearing the Lord in the sense that, oh, he's going to punish me. I'm fearing the Lord in that, wow, he is amazing and he's awesome and he created me. And for that reason, like, I'll live the rest of my life for him. That is fear of the Lord. And so that's another thing that just I wanted to clear up real quick. <laughs> so, but wisdom, wisdom is not birthed out of fear. Wisdom is not driven by fear. And I... It was actually about a year ago. Yeah, about a year ago, I had a pretty, like, big defining moment in my life for what wisdom was and what fear was. And, um, you know, kind of the situation was, you know, I had just found out that, um, you know, it was with my living situation, okay? And I had found out that my roommate, I actually had... Uh, lived with three other guys, so there was four of us, and so one of the roommates was getting married, and the other roommate um, didn't want to keep the condo that we were in, so he wanted to go somewhere else, and so it kind of just left me and my other buddy up to figure out what we were going to do, okay? And I had this battle going back and forth with myself because I felt like that I was supposed to move back in to uh, my parents' house and, you know, live there until I get married. That was the 
you know, the idea I had. The thing I was battling with was that, was I doing this out of fear or was I doing it out of wisdom? And in that moment, God said, I, God said to me, he said, I do not mask wisdom with fear. And so in that moment, I, I realized, wow, this isn't fear that's making me do this is actually wisdom, you know, because um, the things that kind of lined up for me to move back home was that, you know, um, my parents were going through kind of financial difficulties, especially with my dad having health issues. And so, um, you know, it just made sense for me to move home and to be a son to my parents, you know? And so, um, but that's, that's a big, that was a big defining moment in my life for what wisdom and fear looked like. And it wasn't by my own wisdom or knowledge that I obtained that. It was through God that I obtained that. And so, yeah. Sweet. Well, we are now seven weeks into actually being a podcast. Legitimately giving you weekly recordings. Yes. <laughs> weekly amazing recordings. Yes. Um, so thanks for sticking with us. Yes. And yeah. Come check us out next week. Yeah. Tell a friend about us too. And, uh, sure they'll get their socks rocked off so <laughs> all right we'll see you guys next week <laughs>